And hello everyone, this is Rich Sports Talk, sports talk worth a million, and I'm your host, Nolan Rich. Thank you so much for joining us here on the show today. And of course, we are talking about the NBA Finals and Kawhi Leonard, who's once again reestablished himself as one of the top three players in the entire world. I do think the Eastern Conference Finals was going to be the better series of how closely competitive it was, and I don't think this Finals will be competitive, even without Kevin Durant. I think that you look at it in that Eastern Conference Finals was a great example of basically the team that won got the most out of their second player. Warriors have three great players, even without Kevin Durant. I think this will be a five-game series at the most, but I do think that one thing we are not talking about from the Eastern Conference Finals is everyone's talking about how great Kawhi Leonard is, and that is clear. Everyone's talking about how great Giannis played in that series, and that's clear as well. But one thing I noticed and took from that series is something I think every general manager in the NBA should take, especially one team who will have a decision to make. And I've talked about them before, but I think my point is reiterated from that series. The NBA paradigm has shifted. In the beginning and throughout the 60s, 70s, and 80s, a lot of it was about size, having a dominant big down low on the low post but in today's game it's all about wing and guard play and what that series between the bucks and the raptor showed you if you can and have a choice build around a wing build around a guard don't build around a big anymore and i and i know a lot of people are saying well wait a minute Giannis is an incredible talent he could be one of the best players in the nba and he's still young and growing and i completely agree with that But that series shows that bigs are limited. Oh, yes, they are. I want you to think about this with a big. Bigs tend not to be good foul shooters, and we saw it in that series. Giannis struggled from the free throw line. Bigs typically are not great outside shooters, and while Giannis has improved his jump shot, and I think he continued to continue that jump shot, Did you notice how his scoring was really restricted to within 10 feet of the basket? Biggs typically get more tired. There were times in that series he wore down. And also, if you notice, in the history of the NBA, those bigs, they're not usually on the floor for 40 minutes. You know, they're out there for maybe 35, 34, but they take a lot of time off because they need the rest because they're big bodies. Biggs can also be limited by foul trouble. We saw Giannis foul out of a key game. Meanwhile, Kawhi Leonard can score from anywhere on the floor, can distribute. And also, wings and guards, they tend to have a lot longer shelf lives. So if you're a team, and you have a choice, especially for teams that are looking to build a team, and to build the team around a guy, do it around a guard and a wing. Don't do it around a big. Even if you have an insanely talented big, Did you notice what the Raptors did as that series progressed? They were able to limit Giannis because they knew his range was limited. Meanwhile, Kawhi, the Bucs, who are a great defensive team, they didn't have an answer for. And I know Kawhi is one of the better players in the league. But we once again saw the value of great wing play and great guard play. I mean, you really think about it. Look at Portland. Great guard play. A lot of these good teams... They either have great guard play, or if they have a talented big, it's a distributing big, and it's because they can get the ball to the wing. And Giannis can do that. I'm not taking that away from Giannis. But 
when you look at Giannis, there's a lot of things about his game. Not a great outside shooter, struggled from the free throw line, got into foul trouble in the series. He was fantastic in the series, but there were cons against him. There were strikes against him. And look, I love him as a player. I think he is an immensely talented player, and I love watching him. But we once again saw that this is a guard and wing lead. And this is a league where you have to create your own shot. And Kawhi did that with the mid-range, with the outside shot. The whole offensive floor was his canvas. While basically Giannis was limited to a postage stamp by the basket. And I bring this up because one of the most fascinating stories to me this offseason that also no one's talking about is the Philadelphia 76ers because they're going to have to make a lot of decisions with Jimmy Butler and other members of that roster. But more importantly, who do you build around? Now, everyone keeps telling me, oh, they have to build around Joel Embiid. And I go, really? Not, not Ben Simmons. And I understand Ben Simmons needs to work on that jump shot. He doesn't have a great shot right now. But he can also attack the rim and distribute incredibly well. And he's a great defender. Did you notice how Giannis, even though he's an incredible defender, was limited by the basket? Simmons can play out on the wing and guard great wings. He can guard a Kawhi. And I think Simmons, as a younger player, he has a higher ceiling than Joel Embiid. Well, Joel Embiid is an incredible talent. No one can stop him when he's healthy. I mean, do we forget that he's missed more than half of his time in the NBA? Giannis has been an exception because he has been incredibly healthy, but how many of these bigs have we seen get drafted and they break down? Even Kristaps Porzingis, we all beat up the Knicks for that trade, but do we forget that he's missed a lot of time? He's only been in the league for a couple of years. I mean, even Kristaps, he's missed significant time. Bigs, their bodies, they tend to not hold up well, and at the end of an 82-game season, even if you have a minutes limit, they tend to wear down the postseason. I think that's one of the big reasons you see them struggle at the free throw line because it's all legs. You shoot from your legs. At that point in the season, they're tired. You're fatigued. Your form gets sloppy. And I think that's a big reason we see big struggling at the free throw line. But once again, that series was a great message to teams who are thinking about how am I going to build my franchise and who should I build around? Build around guards and wings. Bigs are limited now in today's game. And I understand they can put on dominant performances. They can dominate around the basket. They can score a lot of points. But they're also very limited. And as the series wears on, we see teams, they can make those adjustments. I mean, Joel Embiid, he wasn't as great of a player as he was later in the series as he was in the early beginning. And I said this was the 76ers. I would build around Simmons, and I understand he's got some faux pas in this game. He's got to work on that shot, and I completely agree with that. But you look at what Kawhi did on both ends of the floor. Ben Simmons is a great perimeter defender. Long, can cover a great guard, can cover a great scorer on the perimeter. I mean, we are going to watch a final where we're going to see great wing play from the best wing team probably in NBA history with the Golden State Warriors. And I really want you to think about this. Take away Giannis and take away Embiid. Is there really a dominant big you can think of in this league beside those two? And think about a guy that can give you 65 games. Giannis, to me, is the only one. Embiid can't give you 65 games. Porzingis hasn't given you 65 games. 
if you are building a team and you have a decision in the draft room saying, do I want to take a talented big or a shooter or a wing? I would take the wing every time now in today's league without the hand check, with the emphasis on the three-point shot. I would take that. Kawhi Leonard proved how valuable a great wing can be, how valuable a great guard can be. I mean, we've shifted away from the dominance. We've shifted from the physicality of dominant bigs in the paint around the basket to now skills and spacing and creating shots on the perimeter. That's what today's NBA is. And now people are going to say, I don't like Giannis. I think Giannis is tremendous. And to me, Giannis has a great upside because he can develop a shot. I can see him developing a good 18-20 footer. I can see him developing that. He's got a lot of talent, and I would not be surprised if in two or three years many people consider him one of the best players in this league. But once again, we saw that despite his greatness, and even if he develops a shot, there are limitations. His free throw shooting, getting into foul trouble, being a defender around the rim. And I know you need a good rim protector, but with the way the game has evolved and shifted, bigs... They're not as valuable anymore. They're not as valuable anymore. And in that Toronto series, that's what I took from that series. Not just the greatness of Kawhi or Giannis or how Kawhi put that team on his back and how Kawhi is arguably one of the top three players in the league. But I also took from it, man, if you have a decision like Philadelphia between a talented wing and a talented big, go in all on the wing. Go all in on the guard because bigs can be limited in the postseason. They are hard to keep healthy. And even if they develop a shot, they become a liability in foul trouble and also at the free throw line. Giannis is fantastic, and I do think the Bucks can put pieces around him and they can be competitive for a long time. But if Kawhi stays in Toronto, and I think there's a good chance he could, They have a building block to build around for the next 10 to 15 years. And even as great as Giannis is, I'm not sure how long that body can hold up. Can it hold up for 10 years? I'm not sure. But that's the thing I took from. I always look for storylines in between the lines. And that's what I took from that Toronto and Milwaukee series. If you're a general manager on the bubble and you have a decision to make, always invest in the guard and the wing now. Because bigs can be limited and they can limit the growth of your franchise. That's going to do it for this episode of Rich Sports Talk. Thank you so much for joining us here. Make sure to check us out wherever podcasts are available, such as on Spreaker, SoundCloud, TuneIn, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, and so, so much more. So basically, wherever there's a podcast stream, you can check us out there. Make sure to get in contact with the show, richsportstalk at gmail.com for any questions. And, of course, our social media, Rich Sports Talk on Instagram, Twitter, and also our YouTube page on the handle Rich Sports Talk. But until next time, I'm your host, Nolan Rich, and this is Rich Sports Talk.